And then if, the, if you wanted to put an audio cut at the beginning of the podcast, if you say, if you don't want to hang out for our banter back and forth, skip to eight minutes or something. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Welcome back to For the Long Call Podcast. Of course, it's me, Brandon, alongside. What is this? My name <laughs> is Blaine. I'm here. <laughs> What's up, know. guys? Welcome uh, back to the For the Long Call Podcast. Blaine sitting alongside. Brandon, I don't know We're what We're keeping the do. beginning, too, so like it doesn't... Oh, no, no, I was playing though. I was playing and doing that 100%. I just, I don't know, I just felt like doing that. Thank you for turning in to today's episode of Tea Talk with Brandon. But see, even though I don't drink tea, you said that. That'll be you. That'll I be really like sweet tea. But that's not like fancy tea. I'm not drinking it out of a... China cup? A China cup. <laughs> but see, you drink more tea besides even besides sweet tea, you drink green tea and stuff. Which I is do more like green do. tea, but I do not drink it very often, but I do very much enjoy it. Like I'm just not a tea person. Like, now, if you said coffee time, yeah, I'll be, I'll be down for that. Give me a latte, I love cappuccino, tea. regular well, cup of coffee or some green. We need to go to the coffee tree or the tree of life or that place that you told me about. Uh, that's the, that place next to Taco Bell. Okay, yeah, that's the tree of life. Don't they coffee. have Don't they have the coffee club? the cups and they they can put the leaf on the top of it you know what i mean like it's like a latte or whatever and they put and the then cream they do on the, the latte top art on it. and they do a leaf or whatever or a heart in the top you know what i mean right yeah the latte art latte art do they do that i've uh, always wanted one of those i don't know if they i've only been there once i don't know if they do it or not i want one i want a coffee from somewhere that has it in it i feel like it's not that difficult to do but to me it seems like it's everything because i've uh, never had one and it looks really neat if they maybe they do if not maybe the new coffee place in town does there's another one there's a it's next to the and next it's a you know what the psychic used to be the yeah that little tiny hut over there it yeah was like that, blue and white yeah that's a coffee shop now oh that's a coffee shop yeah can't fit any people in it i think it's one like drive through i'm not sure though i just see it every day i've never been though all right fair enough this needs, to, this needs to stay in here. Oh, yeah, I was going to do the that. Okay, thing. you guys. Now that we're done talking about future ideas, let's go on to today's topic, which is going to be over. Okay, you guys. So, after discussion, maybe future ideas, we're going to be talking about an article today, and it is called Practical Tips for People Who Have Trouble Saving Money. I mean, to go back to the habit of saving money. It sounds like your expenses have been getting out of control lately. Okay, so it's been like me putting away money, and then the money I've left over for me, after I put the money away, I've uh, been doing bad impulse buys. That's honestly what's been happening. I just need to control my impulse buys. Because like every every paycheck, I take uh, I take a couple of hundred out, and then just put it away. And then the rest is like, you know, then I pay my bills and all that after I do that. What do we consider an impulse buy again? Um... Like in your definition, I don't need, I don't need, a, I don't need, I don't need to go back literally a second later and just be like, okay, I'm grabbing this. But it's short term, like probably within the same day, right? Or within the same hour, three but, hours. But then this, for me, it's within the same five minutes. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think really impulse buy is really short term. Yeah, it's like, I think the shorter, the more accurate it seems to be. Like you saw it, I don't need it. Two minutes later, I gotta have it, and then you go and buy it. Okay, because I was going to say, you know, I really never do impulse buys. Like, even things that I bought, like, for my Supermoto, I recently, I got, and I installed it today, actually. It was one of the reasons why I was, like, I lost track of time. And I, was, I guess uh, LED light bulb, or LED strips. No, 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 it's an exhaust tip. Oh, okay. No, I'm not going to put lights on that. 
I have an LED headlight I put in, but that was really, it's just a bulb. Uh, but I bought this exhaust tip to make it louder. And it looks a little bit better, but I got it for more of a pop and a louder n note. And uh, and so, like that, to me, it kind of feels like an impulse buy, but it's not because I've been looking at it for like a month. And I've saved it, and I've waited, and I've waited. No, see, here's the thing, waited. though. You saved, you saved for it, so that's not an impulse buy. Like me doing an impulse buy is not planning to buy it, just seeing it. Saying I don't need it, going back and grabbing it, even though I know I shouldn't buy it at that moment. And see, what I did for this was eventually what I want to do is buying a full exhaust system, which is all these things are things I do not need, uh, but I want them. But I do not need any. But you're of these saving things. them, and you're not just like being buying them out of just pure want. You're like saving for them. That's yeah. that's the difference between you and me. You've been saving okay. money. I've just been like go to the store, pass it. I don't need it. Go back, grab it. It's like, I hate myself. Yeah. So I never. It's funny to think back on the stuff, but I really never impulse buy. Not very often. Um, but I did impulse buy the other day when I went to Walmart. Guess what I got? There's uh, no way you're going to guess. Another fish for your tank. No. Uh, I'm, okay, I'm going to guess the most randomest thing that you do not need. Bro, you saw is... a pack of Pokemon cards. You bought it for some reason. No. That's honestly not too bad of a guess, even though I've never bought any Pokemon cards since... Magic? Ever. No, it? I didn't buy any cards. Alright, yeah. let me just give you... You're never gonna guess. It's so simple and it makes sense, I guess. Uh, but I impulse bought... I went through the checkout. I think I bought... What did I buy? Oh, some cleaner and stuff for the chain on my Supermoto. And to clean the chain, degrease and regrease it and clean it in a grunge brush to scrape it. And I was checking out and I was like... I want some hot Cheetos, man. There's hot Cheetos right here next to the self-checkout. That sounds delicious. I like hot Cheetos. I haven't had any in a while. Got the hot Cheetos. And then I saw the Bueno bars. You know what I'm talking about? The Bueno I've from, a, them. from I, Italy. I, Fantastic. I thought they were from Sweden, but... It says Italy on the package. Oh. Even, it also, says Bueno. Also, Italy won the Yo-Yo 2020 uh, championship. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I saw the bueno. It says bueno on it. They're white and orange. I was like, I want that too. And I impulse bought the, both of those like that. I, I was just like, I want them. I guess you can say those technically all impulse buys, but I also think about them as like you know being expensive stuff. But I guess technically by definition, yeah, you weren't planning on buying them, and you're just like, oh, let me buy this. That was 100% impulse buy yeah. because I had no intentions of buying any snacks when I went there. And when I went to the self checkout, I got there and I looked at them. I was like. I'm down for that. And I bought... I just fucked... Nah, it's okay to have one F-bomb in an episode. Uh, I just went through and I... Oh, I thought you were talking about the snappy day because he's the one trying to make too many No, snaps. I said like... Uh, I, I like see, halfway like, censored myself. Still kind of went yeah. through. It's okay to have one in there. Um, 17 and up podcast. And so I, st I went through and I was like, I want these hot Cheetos. I want that Bueno bar. Got it. And, uh, you know, I never buy snacks on the way out through a register. I just don't. And I was like... It's okay. Let's do it. I never do this. It's not like I, you know, some people, every time they go through a checkout, they always buy a snack. You know what I mean? Because you yeah. see it happen all the time. Well, I used to work at a grocery store. I saw it happen all the time. Oh, that's because, uh, well. And it's, I mean, a lot of people do it. It's only a dollar fifty. It's it, That's the genius and the psychology of uh, grocery stores. That's why it's there. Oh, my God. An idea for an episode. What? The tricks, what not to fall for the psychological traps of a grocery store. And how not to waste more money. Oh, that's so good. Oh, my God. Okay, you got okay. to write it down, like, right now. Okay, okay. Because... No, I'm going to hear this when I'm when I'm editing, so I'll remember this again. But anyway, I think we should get on topic. Honestly, I feel like at this point... How long has this been? Uh, about eight minutes. Eight minutes. 
I, I just feel like it could be a mini cut-up episode almost. But I guess we can go hit this, and honestly, it'll all fit in one episode. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody. for uh, If you jumped to this point, awesome. If you didn't, well, cool. Thanks for sticking around. If uh, if you've skipped our banner, here, here you are. If you didn't, you enjoyed the last eight minutes of us getting back and forth. So welcome regardless. And so now we're going to get back on track to getting here talking about practical tips for people who have trouble saving money. All right, so first says. Uh, I feel like this is no giver, but like, you know, sometimes it's the simple things that you don't think of. And this is one of them, tracking your expenses. Like, you know, seeing where your money goes all the time, you know, writing everything down. It like, it puts in retrospect what, what you, where all your money is going. Like, I, I did this with a friend of mine. Like, I helped him, like, track his expenses to see how he can save money. And, like, he, he didn't realize how much money was going to some objects until we did this. And even I've done this before. I'm like, okay, where's all my money going? Like, it's something that sounds simple, but, like, you wouldn't think about it because, I don't know, it's just, it's like one of those things that's like, oh, nah. Just a simple thing that you wouldn't think of automatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the number one thing when it comes to you deciding I want to have, like, I want to save money. I want to start saving a certain amount of my money. I want to stop spending so much. If you want to have any idea about how your finances work because you feel like you don't have as much money at the end of the month as you should and where is it going, this is the easiest thing for you to do to understand. People who are, you know, have a lot of money that don't spend all of their money because they're good at saving it and investing it and things of that nature, they under they understand their budget. Or not even their budget. They just they understand their financials, the inflows and outflows of cash, how much money they're making, where their money's going, what are they spending it on, things that are required, things that aren't required, your disposable income, things like that. Like once you get an idea of all that stuff, that's when you get real smart on your money, and then you can you can nitpick at the small things. You're like, you know what? I every morning I go by Seven Eleven and I buy a dollar fifty you know found drink. If I cut that out a month. I'm saving forty-five bucks. Random tangent. I feel like I feel like a better analogy would have been racetrack than Seven Eleven in today's world. I just went to like I didn't, I went to what is it called Easy Mart, but to me it looks like Seven Elevens. I think Seven Eleven, which is why I thought of that. It's because it a this, gas station. It's almost the same color scheme, so yeah, I can think of that. It's so confusing. I think it used uh, to be a Seven Eleven in town, but I think that too. So too, but apparently not. No, I no, don't know. actually. Oh God, we're They've both been easy against. march the whole time. We can't. We got to go back. All right. So, uh, long story short, like then, this isn't working. Okay. And so now, because you've broken your budget down, you can understand where your money's going, and you can make small adjustments that make things easier. Instead of you thinking, I got to turn the metaphorical faucet down, not spend as much, and you don't. You still. It, it's difficult. This makes it easier for you to understand where's your money going. Oh, I just realized I've been spending consistently 45 bucks every month on online items for Fortnite. I am not doing that, by the way. I am not in that Fortnite train at all. Uh, there's my opinion on the, the subject. Uh, but that's just an example. I've been spending 45 bucks a month on Fortnite. Brandon looks like he may be no, spending trying, money on Fortnite. No, I'm trying to think of when the last time I bought... I think it was like five months ago. It was the last time I bought anything on Fortnite. I hardly ever buy anything in a video game besides purchasing the game hardly ever and uh which because that's how i uh, that's how i want to do things i really don't feel like there's much anything i need most of it's cosmetic and stuff i don't need that yeah and so i hardly 
ever spend anything extra on the games. That's what keeps you know the expensive. After I buy them, it's like free. I don't really need anything. What? I said minus DLCs. Yeah, no, yeah. Every now and again that, but even then, not very often nowadays. It's not a game that's that good that I end up buying DLCs for. Not they don't make games like they used to, but we can't go down that road. Oh you could oh oh you could say this. There hasn't been a DLC that's intrigued you enough to do it. True. That'll work. But um uh, yeah, so now that you can monitor your expenses, you can know not just say, Oh, I'm gonna save money with a blanket statement, you can pinpoint how to save money and make it significantly easier to do for yourself. It's like having a game plan. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger said, uh, and it's been a while since I've recited this, so i got to remember here now. It's just like if uh, a captain of a boat doesn't know where he's going, he will just drift around. Or like a pot of a plane doesn't know where he's going, he's going to drift around to this plane. He doesn't know where to go. You have to know where you're going from point A to point B. Yep, yep. All right, so the second thing on this article, they say create a budget. Budget is not a four-letter word. Which I don't know why they added that last part. Well, I, I context clues. I think that means save. S A V E is a four-letter word. Oh, okay. I think budget. Budget is not a four-letter word because they think, oh, I need to save money. You know, because that's like the blanket statement, but it doesn't have any direction. Okay. The only other thing I can think of is because I know blank is not a blank numbered word. I've heard people say like, you know, this isn't a four-letter. Uh, this isn't a four or three-letter word. Like, you know, as a figure of speech. Like, fun isn't a three-letter word because there's four things you have to do. Some, like, some, some silly some stuff like that. Some thing like that. Like, some, like, you know, figure of speech. I really I just, do believe what they mean by uh, a budget's not a four-letter word because the blanket word is like, oh, I need, I need to, to save, save money. money. Yeah. And save is a four-letter word. Like it says on here, a well-designed spending plan considers all sorts of income, living expenses, debt obligations, and savings. And so... No, wait what oh okay okay yeah uh, i read okay. the first sentence <laughs> because i was looking at the next one because they said uh incorporate these categories fixed expenses variable expenses and periodic expenses good point so like you know so what are talking about that you fix expenses the thing that's not going to change no matter what you do like you know car payment mortgage rent Etc. Etc. Your phone bill phone bill and all that typically the Th- same all of those are typically not going to change so, you know, that's what we're talking about when they're talking about fixed expenses. Variable expenses is stuff that can, you can kind of keep it around the same, but, but you know, move. it's going to vary. Like credit cards, your groceries, gas, those you typically are going to, you can take your investment, but, you know, they're going to go up and down. Yeah. And then the, what was the last one I said? Periodic expenses. Yeah. Which I feel like should be in fixed expenses. That's it's, me personally. Well, no. Because like, you know they're going to be coming around every single time. And those yeah. things they list aren't typically going to change unless you get a heads up about it. Well, peri- the word periodic means every now and again, really. And see, and what they, they the way they put it is great. I think the best way to be would be a hybrid between how we I talk about viewing your expenses to get the disposable yeah. income and these together. Oh no, yeah, this I told a hybrid agree. between the two. Yes, one hundred percent agree on that. Like I think the hybrid would be perfect because, like, you have your fixed expenses, and that's pretty much what I talk about. Like your expenses, you have to have yeah. to keep the lights on, keep the car running to get to work. Those expenses are a must-have living expense in your current world that you live in, wherever you are, whatever it is. And um, and so that's things that you have to have. Then you have variable expenses here, which are things that move. Yo, is your phone just vibrate? 
right. talked about this, Brandon. I said off, not vibrate off. You manage to always have your phone go off every time we have an episode, and you always say it's okay, good. Okay, 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 okay. It's been the last good. five episodes, probably. In a row? All of them? Maybe. Bro, it's Cause terrible. Because we, we do record a couple back-to-back, so you know. That counts still. Yeah. In the same day. Yeah. I'm just saying, you got a bad record going right here. I know. And so, um, I don't know if the noise comes through, but it's funny anyways. Uh, and so we've got, you know, the fixed expenses and stuff like that. The variable expenses are still expenses that are necessary. I like to do it to where you have necessary expenses, which are any ones that you have to have to keep the lights running, and then keep luxury. your car running, and then you have all that stuff. Those are ones you have to have every month no matter what. Property tax, well, not property tax, your mortgage and stuff like that, or your rent, things you have to have to live that you will have every month to, to stay where you are. And um, and then after that, you've got other expenses that are, are like variable, like it says on here, that you need to live, but they're not always the same. Like you eating, you have to have your groceries, you got to be able to eat, and then um, your utilities and stuff like that, those will move up and down. That's a variable expense, but it's still necessary to have that every month. And so you have to estimate for that gas. And so that's another expense that's like the variable expense that you have to account for. It's not perfect, but you can get a number. And I always overestimate that expenses, those expenses there. And so these are still like must-have living expenses to be able to do work and or live. And then after that, all these numbers of – and then obviously include the things like home repair and property taxes and stuff. you got to work that in somewhere in the year if you want to have a year expense in review. But still, I think you'll do okay without those items and your, you'll have your monthly expenses and stuff like that. Like that's really good already. And then you can account for those other things later. And so now you've got everything that are must-have expenses. That's what I call them. And then after that, you get your disposable income, which is money you have the ability to spend in any way that you wish without losing the lights and the power and the water. Yeah. And so at that point, that's the number you work with, with what you're going to you know, save a certain amount of money. You can spend it on luxury. What are you going to do with it? And so uh, I, like what's he- I like what's here, but it kind of makes it sound kind of confusing. Like it makes it sound like quite a chore. To create said budget. See, I love the way they organize everything. That's the one thing I really love. The way they like said, okay, this, this, and this. The three points. I do really like it. I love the. Uh, it's great for having an understanding of how the expenses yeah. work. And um, I just think reading at face value, it kind of thinks, man, that's kind of confusing, and uh, it kind of, you know, it'd be nice to have a little bit more help on the back end. Gotcha. How are you doing this? And so, like what we said, adds that to it. All right. So the next one to talk about is custom is. Custom pies. Custom pies. Your budget to fit your lifestyle, which oh. is some made-up word they made. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure what they were trying to Custom pies. Um, I don't know. You know, they're just getting fancy out here. Well, like, see, this is also like, uh, this is also going to be to person to person. Like, you know, my budget isn't going to be the same as Blaine's budget because those things he does that I don't do, and vice versa. Like yep. me, I pay internet. Uh, internet. Our boss pay. Ca- well, hold on. I pay. Ca- I pay for cable too, and all that. Blaine. He does He 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 would never get cable. Me, I like having cable. Never, man. I never getting cable. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because I like tuning in, like you know, watching the sports games, nope. or just like watching some random TV, or that can have as background for me. That's what the internet's for, man. I'm never buying cable. Then never. we can watch Rick and Morty. Bro, it's on Hulu. Yeah, right? The, se- the season doesn't drop on Hulu until after it's. It's not on anything on cable at all. The only other way you can maybe watch it is after it goes live is HBO Max, maybe. 
Maybe I'm. It's uh, somewhere online. It's gotta be. We don't need to figure that out right now, but it's gotta be somewhere online. But then you know, also Blaine doesn't spend as much money on gas as I do. For two, especially not now. Especially for two main reasons. Uh huh. Even though honestly, I don't think it's gone up that much. Yeah, but, it has. Dude, it used to be like two thirty. It's like two ninety. No, I meant my. I meant how much I go to the gas. Uh, would you get gas? Yeah, how much I go get gas. That hasn't gone up that much. It goes up a little bit because of DoorDash, but... No, like... You get good gas mileage, so not really. Like, probably from, like, five days to four days. What do you mean five days to four days? Like, instead of filling up every five days, it's maybe now every four days I fill up. Why? Why do you fill up less now? No, because it used to be I fill up every five days. Now it's I fill up every four days. Why? Because DoorDash, I'm wasting more gas. So you're telling me you used to fill up every five days, but now you fill up every four days because you're wasting more gas. You go to the gas station less often. Okay, I go to the gas station every five days. You're saying you're saying it backwards. No, like every five days I fill up, but now it's every four days I fill up. Oh, you That's go, what I said. Did you go? You go less now. I go more because okay, look. You're saying you go every five days, but now you go every four days. Yeah. You mean. You used to go four days, and now you go five days a week because you use more gas. I think you're. I th- no, think like, you're saying uh, it backwards, or I'm very okay. confused. So within a week, okay, out of the seven days, probably on the fifth day, I'll have to go refill my car up. But now it's like probably on the fourth day I go fill up my oh. car instead of the fifth day. Oh, I thought how many times you were getting gas a week. No, oh God, no, I, I was just like, why are you getting gas five days a week? I, no, I only fill up my car like once a week. Still. I was so but just the days of the, the gap between those days is now. That's why I thought you were filling up every five days because the, the just the wording that you used. You said I used to fill up every five days. Now I fill up every four days, and I was just like. You went from five days and then now four days a week? How did it go down? <laughs> I was so confused. Okay, I okay. understand. All right. So you go get gas now every but four days instead that, of every five days. On that, on the reason why I'm doing that now is going to be on a future episode that we're honestly really excited to bring to you guys. Well, we kind of mentioned DoorDash. But okay. I, did, I honestly couldn't. I totally said it a second ago. So if that's spoilers, you're going to have okay, to cut this shit I out. I didn't know if you said that. So that's why I said it. I just leave it in. Yeah, so we're going to be doing an episode on DoorDash in the future, you guys. We honestly cannot wait for you guys to... to uh, he's got a he's got a pro review of what it's like to do DoorDash for the first time yeah. as a complete noob. And uh, not knowing how to do it at all and learning and everything and just we're, like we're, what it what it feels like to do it straight off the bat for a full month. And we're, yeah, like we're almost at a full month. And, you know, honestly, me and Blaine, whenever I told him I've been doing this, we automatically just started kind of like, oh, I don't want to say geeking out, but geeking out about doing this for an episode. I'm going to be honest. I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about it. And also, uh, like, I honestly really want to do it with my Supermoto when I'm after I move. I just think it would be really fun to do because I like riding it to random places anyways. And that also allows me to, you know, I can make a couple bucks here and there, pay for gas, pay for insurance for the month. Yep. Insurance is really cheap. And, uh, you know, oh, you can probably do it easily. All right. So let's get on to the next thing on the list after customizing your budget. And you just got to see how your life is and what you do and all that to make it customizable for you. 
Wait, are we done with that point now? Unless you want to add something to it, because I feel like okay. it's kind of more self-explanatory. Well, we didn't really we didn't really expand on it anymore, but I have the solution here. And so, custom customize your budget to fit your lifestyle. The point that it makes in this paragraph here is talking about, you know, and what Brandon mentioned earlier. Brandon's different than me. He has different priorities in spending than I do, and he has prioritized more streaming services than I do. And, you know, whatever, he has more gas expenditure than I do. So for him, it doesn't make sense to cut back a lot on getting gas like it would for me. When I work from home, I really could cut get back on gas really hard if I needed to. And, like, prioritize if I drive, Honestly, if you stack want. the stuff up all in one day to where I go through all in one route. Like, if I wanted to get real nitpicky on it, but that's kind of that's a little extra. Honestly, if you wanted, you could probably cut your insurance for a little bit to save some money if you wanted to. Like turn it off? Yeah. Well, it's a, you have to pay the reinstate, and they charge a little extra at the beginning. But I don't want to have to be able to, like, I can't go nowhere. But, that's, I mean, it's a decent point. Like, I mean, I guess, just on your truck and you have it on the other two. Yeah. The other two, I only got one. Oh, the motorcycle. Other vehicle. <laughs> and, well, it's, uh, a fa- it's your families. Yeah, you're right. And so, I mean, that's, it's, that's a fair point. And um, this is a, a very small sidetrack, just 10 seconds. We gotta keep do. We gotta quit doing this. Um, there's apparently places that offer discounts for work from home people. That if you work from home, you can get a discount. And so I don't know. Wait on the about on that, car insurance. Yeah. Oh. Because think about it. The car insurance, you spend a certain amount because you're a certain age. You bring risk. But if you work from home, you don't drive Wait, that I, much. I think I do remember hearing about that on a progressive commercial. Yeah. So. This is just for you guys. If any of you get to work from home, like I, I'm lucky enough to work from home, and um, get a di- go find a discount. I'm probably I should probably I'm st- I'm with my parents' insurance plan because they bundle all these vehicles together, so we get a deal that's better than me yeah. doing it myself. And so I do that now. But I may be able to tell them, hey, sell my work from home and get a discount on my vehicle. Maybe I'm not sure how that works because we're all insured for the same vehicles. So if they drive my vehicle too, it also they get they're covered, and so. But yeah, long story short, customize your budget to fit your lifestyle. Uh, the other thing I was gonna add basically is expanding on where I was. Real, really short and sweet. It's just you figure out where you are. Like if you're someone who eats out a whole lot, you yourself can cut back on that. And I don't know if it says it in this one or a different the, the, point. The Bring t- a sack lunch two days to work. No, they do mention that another thing. Is that thing. in this paragraph yeah. right here? Yeah. Okay, because I read that somewhere. Honestly, like doing that, like probably spending like $20, $30 on food instead of like going out to eat or door dashing to your office or whatever, that would save you a bunch. Trust me. DoorDash is really expensive to, to order food every day. So, yeah, I mean, it's one. So you see, see places that you spend a lot of extra money and you don't have to and cut back in those areas. The only time I say do DoorDash is when you forget your lunch or your boss says, hey, I'm a company. There you go. <laughs> like it says, look at your cable package or your cell phone. So, like, if you're paying for cable, home phone, and internet. Oh, I have that bundled. Exactly. You do. But some people, like for me, I was switched to just internet. I have a cell phone. You don't have a home phone, but you have cable and used internet. To. You used to have a home phone. And so, like, there you go. Like, I would cut the cable and have just the internet. And faster internet and still have a lower price because that's typically how that works for right now anyways. And then another thing would be uh, like cell phone plan. I used to have Google Fi and now I'm hanging out with Ryan Reynolds with Mint Mobile and because, uh, you know, <laughs> that's my guy. Um, and so having a great time over there. And literally I went from paying 
I think it was. It was twenty bucks a month before data, and data was pretty much ten dollars a gig with Google Fi, up to six gigs, I think, which is sixty. Sixty plus twenty is eighty bucks a month. If I maxed six gigs, and then I can go unlimited past that. Uh, so that was it was helpful for people. Like if, for instance, I only used one gig a month, I only spent thirty bucks. If I used two gigs a month, it was twenty bucks plus twenty for the unlimited talk I and it was text. Forty five. I spent with. on average around forty-five to fifty-five a month. Maybe that's why I'm getting forty-five from on Google. I, I on average was two and a half gigs, three gigs. So three gigs a month, thirty plus twenty is fifty. I was on average. Uh, wait, what? Twenty, twenty-eight. Man, we out here. Uh, but uh, the cell phone plan cutting back. Like I switched to Mint Mobile, and I, I'm th- I'm at thirty bucks a month for my cell my cell service. And it's fantastic. Unlimited talk and text too. I don't have to be, uh, you know, a uh, real tight water my data. I get thirty five gigs of unlimited data. I can go whatever uh, nuts if I want to. You know, we kind of unintentionally, you kind of unintentionally went to the next two things too. By the way, because it talks about involving your family and all that. You talked ah. about that a little bit about bundling your parents bundling all that. But you know, they also mentioned like you know. As a family, having a uh, savings go like for a vacation or to get a new vehicle like that. There we go. You know, get everybody involved because you know, team Oak makes a dream Oak. And this is really good because. And then you're also talking about finding uh, finding the right savings for your vehicle, and like you know, you can interpret that as you know, insurance and all that. Yeah, and so involving the entire family, the people that you're around a whole lot have a significant influence over you. And so if you can have a joint effort with your significant others that you're with, or your parents, or your family, you and your, your significant other and your kid, whatever it is, whatever situation it is, you and your best friends that live in the pad together, uh, you know, instead of going out and, you know, having beer pong every, you know, Thursday and Sunday, which is a really weird days to have beer pong <laughs> and uh, just throwing some random days out there. And so, you know, having a collective effort like, okay, well, this week we're not going to eat out four times this week. We're going to eat out three times. Yeah. Something small like that is every dollar saved. And, you know, people, are, you know, you, you're holding somebody accountable. Somebody else is holding, is holding you. Holding you accountable? Holding you accountable. Holding you. Thank you. I'm holding you. Did you say holding? Yeah, I was like, I think that's past tense or future tense. Helding is not a thing. Okay. That's no tense. Okay, so then, you know. Somebody's holding you accountable, you know, so that also helps too. Exactly. Yeah, and everybody works together. That's positive influences on each other. And so then the last thing was find the right saving vehicle or vehicles for you. So this one talks about consider splitting money between accounts that are liquid, such as a money market account versus those intended for more long-term savings, such as CDs, a.k.a. certificates of deposit, and so it pretty much means liquid accounts are things like your savings accounts slash money marketing accounts. Money market accounts, those are very liquid accounts uh, with higher interest rates than the money market accounts. And then the other ones that are less liquid or more long-term like savings for retirement and stuff like that, those are like um, IRAs, 401ks. There's a, uh, there's a health savings account, HSA. I think that's one too, kind of like that's a longer term kind of thing, because you can get some of that stuff. I think that's that's tax free, but that's for your health stuff. I don't know as much about HSAs and other things. I just know that's one of the vehicles, and so yeah, consider some of these ways to save. 
you know, take what we're telling you today, combine that with some of the other stuff you've learned for us. Like we've talked about saving long term with some of these things. So you can intertwine those information items together there. And another thing is pretending t- it never happened, like, you know, getting a raise, getting your income tax, a bonus, your birthday money, Christmas oh, yeah. money, whatever. Like, you know, pretending that stuff never happened and, you know, just keep on going through your same routine and that's going to boom. You're going to end up saving money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this is the really cool thing here that you can do. It's it's hard to do and it's easy to do at the same time is keep your standard of living where it's at. Yeah. If you get a raise and let's say you're making another, you know, 10% now on the year. So if you made like 50, now you make 55. That's a 10% increase in your wage. Yeah. And so don't act like don't live like now you got an extra 5 grand to spend. You still live like you've been working with 50. Now you have extra money at the year. Ideally, if you really can, you keep your standard of living low. And as you start to make more money, your standard of living doesn't change. And now you have more money free to invest in, in yourself and yourself long term. Yeah, like, you know, like you get a bonus. It's like, oh, sweet, now I can get out of my, now I can maybe get a nicer apartment. I mean, is A, your apartment that you're in, is there anything wrong with it? If there's nothing wrong with it and it's perfectly fine, you know, don't go to a nicer one just because you can, you know, just stay where you're at. Exactly. Yeah, and that's and the one oh, thing it like, talks about on here is where the money's at in your accounts. Well, also like you know, like say you get a bonus, and don't be like, oh sweet, now I can go get a new car and all that. Like, hey, is your car still running? Still good? Everything working with it? Does it cost more to fix it than what it's worth? If it was, yes, it's still running. Yes, it's all that, and no, it it doesn't cost more to fix it than what it's worth. Keep it unless it's like completely banged up or whatever. You know, then don't get a new car just because you got more money to go get I one. think the number one point, too, with the car thing is all, most people, when they go get that cool new car, they don't really get it all for themselves. They really get it for other people. Uh, they get it to show other people, hey, man, check out my new Camaro. Yeah. It's really cool, isn't it? Tell me it's cool. Thanks, man. That makes me feel good. No, yeah. It's like, it's like okay, like, let's face it. We, we, we do stuff to us, not just for ourselves, but it's going to be like, show off a little bit. Yeah. Even though we're not, even though we don't say we're showing off, we get it to show off a little bit. And here's the thing. It may be unintentional too. Sometimes you do need the new car and that's okay. Yeah. But here's the thing. This is the like, kind of stuff that new... I've talked about and you did need a new car. Um, you didn't have AC. Man's just sweating on the way to work every day. And I it, saw it. And it costs more to fix it than what it was worth really. That's the point where you need to get a new car. Yeah. And, uh, and so like... As long as you're getting this new vehicle, you're not getting it to be like, bro, I'm going to pull up to work. Everybody's going to think I'm the man because I'm driving the new 5.0 Mustang or whatever it is. And uh, if you're getting it for that, you're buying this car for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Not to mention it's probably too expensive more than you can afford anyways. Um, you know, buying a how about buying a brand new BMW, spending 55 grand on a nice fully loaded BMW. Like things that you don't necessarily need. If it can fit your standard living, Brandon's kind of smiling because he wants one. That's, all, it, that's one of my dream cars is getting it, a BMW. It, if it fits, like right now, it's not feasible. Like nah. at some point later, if it really makes Actually, you. Actually, technically, kind of was probably paying a little bit more than what I was, but my dad convinced me not to get it because if anything happened, he'll be able to help me more if I had my coin card than if I got a BMW. Because I did the math, I'll be squeezing it really tight, but I was able to, I could have afforded a BMW. But I didn't take insurance into account, which my dad also told me about. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Too tight, man. And so the thing is, here, here's the make or break. If you really need the new car because your car is falling apart, then you need to get it. 
Yeah. And uh, now if you're getting the new car because you want to show off to people. And you got a bonus and you want to show off how much more money you have. Then don't, don't do it. You don't should, do it. Don't get it. If yeah. this now, if this car, if the car makes you happy for being you and it, this is your dream, you enjoy this, then great. Go get it as long as it doesn't break you financially yeah. and you can afford it and you can still manage to have money left over. The only That's great. But if you're getting it for any other reason besides you have to have a newer car to get to and from you doing your work to make money to live or you're getting this newer vehicle to show off to other people. If you're not getting it to take care of yourself, you're getting it for the wrong reasons. The only other reason I can say it will be acceptable reasons to get a new car is that uh, the current car you have is not suited for your current lifestyle or what's about to happen. Like, you know, say you have a two-door car, a Camaro, and you're about to have a kid. You, you can't, you're going to need something bigger. So, yeah, you know. and that's for you, and that's to take care yeah. of what you got going on, yeah. And so yeah, if you yeah if you got two door cars, you don't have a back seat. You're gonna have to have a back seat. You got a kid, so stuff like that. Totally, totally agree. All right, take advantage of your employer's early retirement benefits. You know how much I preach. Honestly, thought this list was almost done. I swear I had less points than this. But it's, it's this one and then one more. We're almost done. But this one's really easy. You know how much I preached about doing this. If you're not taking advantage of your employer's retirement benefits, you're you're wasting free money. They literally, typically what happens is you get a 401k, 401k with your employer. That's the most common. And and they go through and they match your contributions. So like a lot, it's a real common example is if you put forth 3% of your paycheck, they will match you up to your, your contribution up to 3%. So like let's say if you put 4%, they will match your 3%. This is getting... I'm making it sound confusing here. Let's let's rewind a little bit. And so, like, let's say, so they match up to 3% of your paycheck of contributions. So you, you want to do the most you can to match your employer's contributions because they match you dollar for dollar typically. And so if you do 3% of 100 bucks, that's 3 bucks. Well, they also throw on another 3 bucks. So by default, you automatically get a quote-unquote 100% return just for saving the money. And so by investing the $3, they match you for 3 bucks. Boom, 3 times 2 is 6. You're now double the money. And so, and that's right off the bat. That's instantaneous. Not to mention now you're in an account that's going to incur, incur you know, interest. And you're going to have a return on investment on this stuff over a long time. You've got to be participating in your, employ your employer's retirement benefits. It's free money. I'm going to always preach about it. I'm telling you it's free money. Take the free money. And the last thing they talk about is uh, if you need more help, go seek a, a professional. So, you know, just Google financial advisor or something like that, and then, you know, you can get more help. And if you're really having trouble, you know, they'll help you out. But honestly, I think if you just do what we said and all that, and then just maybe a little bit of research on your own, you'll be perfectly fine. Especially from a, you know, a general standpoint. At some point in my life, I definitely think I should talk to one of these guys to really just learn, like, what are they going to tell me that I don't know? Because, I mean, it's the reason why it's their everyday job. They guarantee true. you know stuff you don't know because they do it every day. True, true. And so I'm definitely interested to talk to one of them at some point when I get to a point where I'm making a whole lot more money. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just like, all right, I'm saving stuff, but, like, what should I – could I be doing anything more? Yeah. And so talking to a, a professional – and uh, really get into what they say because, you know, they've got all sorts of little neat 
nifty tricks and stuff like that for you. Oh, well, you guys, I think that's it for today. We thought this was going to be a short episode, but it seems like it's a little bit long, especially with almost 10-minute tangent. Hopefully, you guys did enjoy that. Anyway, you guys, you guys have an amazing day, afternoon, whatever it is for you, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. All right, Brian, I think you're saying bye, but we're not done yet. Oh, yeah. You can go follow us on Instagram at Podcast, or... You can go send us an email for sponsorship information or if that's your preferred method of communication at ftlhpodcast at gmail.com. That's for the long haul, just like that, ftlhpodcast at gmail.com. I honestly forgot about that. (laughs) Don't worry. I keep track of things out here. All right, you guys. See you guys. Bye.